You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday, post-Super Bowl Monday, which means, you know what we're going to start doing now? Looking ahead more to everything else going on. We spent so much time on the Super Bowl, and, and we've been recapping a lot of what happened last night in Super Bowl 56. We do have some hoops tonight, a card in the NBA to dive into, a card in the NCAA uh, as well as we're about, what are we, about five weeks, four weeks away from uh, Selection Sunday in college basketball? It, I, I believe yesterday marked exactly 28 days, four weeks, wow. I believe, or yes. a conference yeah, tournament, right. whatever. It, it's here. Yeah, no, you're right. Sunday, yeah. March 13th is Selection Sunday. So Holy. we are less this than This Super Bowl being pushed back so much, one week, like, changes everything. Mess. I kind of like it, though. I like it too. Yeah. It hey, makes everything like, yeah, it's, it's awesome. More football and then less time in between before we get some more fun in the NCAA tournament. Uh, you want to start with some NBA here? Then we'll move to some college hoops. Um, looking at the board tonight for tonight's games. Um, they suck. I just, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I just find it remarkable. This is the one that stood out to me. The Nets are three point underdogs. At home to the Sacramento Kings. Yet I am supposed to take seriously that the Nets are the are one of the favorites to win a championship. Like just think about what I just said out loud for a second. The, the Nets Sacramento are underdogs to the Kings. And the Kings and they, were a team that you and me, Joe G, thought could disappear tomorrow and nobody would notice, except yes. my guy Sabonis is on the Kings now, so I um, would notice. That's true. Double double bet has already been placed. Have you, you, oh, you got it Yes. I love it. So uh, here's what's... I understand the Nets thing, right? Simmons is not playing yet. Harden's mm-hmm. a sixer. It's at home, so no Kyrie, no Durant. Like, their top three players aren't playing. I, I, I understand it, but it's just – it's remarkable to look at it and say this team's 6-1 to one to win the title. They're not even favored at home against the Kings. So this is what's really weird about what's happening in the futures market, and we talked a little bit about this on Friday in reaction to trade deadline – there's disagreement, which we don't see on title odds. That's right. what's happening right now with the NBA. There are some sports books that are listing Brooklyn as the favorite to win the championship. Um, and there are some that have them as low as the fourth favorite. Hmm. Where, where, where do you side? Which is right, that they should be closer to the clear cut, not, not clear cut favorite, but the favorite bunched up with other teams or fourth favorite? Fourth. Yes, I agree. I I think there's just so much uncertainty. So many teams in the East seem so close that how could you just say that the Nets are the clear-cut favorite? You can't. It's just ignoring everything that is happening. They've lost 11 basketball games in a row. No team has ever won an NBA championship with a seven-game losing streak in a season. They've lost 11. Their best players hurt. Their second-best player can't play at home. Their third-best player can't shoot. Like, am I taking crazy pills over here? How is this team a favorite to win the title? Now, up down months from now, Durant's healthy. They lift the restriction or Kyrie decides to get vaccinated. And we see some signs of life from Ben Simmons. Maybe I'll change my mind. But right now, it's nuts. So if you're betting on an easier path, don't we just take Phoenix? Aaron's yes. pick? Don't we just roll with Phoenix? Like, I just feel like they're going to walk to the conference semis. They're going to walk, yes. or actually conference finals. Sorry about that. Conference finals. 
And that then it's questionable against Golden State, assuming they meet up, and, and that's how the seedings work out. But I, it, it's a tough call if you're trying to pick one of these teams in the Eastern Conference right now. While I do think there there might be some value on one of these teams, like, hey, Giannis is kind of just sitting there and people aren't talking enough about him. But uh, that, that's where I would go. If I was jumping on an NBA Futures right now, I, I would go to the Western Conference in uh, Lake Lake Phoenix. I agree, Aaron. I mean, they're, they're the team. So it, on FanDuel right now, they're tied with the Warriors, plus 460 each to win the title. But I, I agree with Joe that Phoenix feels like the smartest play. Just like the Western Conference feels like the smart play because the East is difficult to read. Yeah, so you got the Suns, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, and then it kind of just feels like everybody else, you know? Um, obviously, I have the Suns' future, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. They obviously did it last year, so they've got the experience. So I really like the Suns and what they can um, accomplish. What We've seen these a magical runs that just doesn't seem like a fluke like a lot of people thought it was last year. Man, do we have... Um... Now we're starting to get some all-star game stuff. Mm-hmm. We have Durant, LeBron, but the stuff that excites me is I, I don't bet on the actual game. I like betting on the skill competition stuff. Do we have any of that up there yet? I, I do not I'm just see seeing it the, Yeah, I'm just seeing the game itself. Uh, yeah. Team LeBron, five-and-a-half point favorites. Over no, under 318 and a half, by the way. <laughs> you know who will not be watching that game? This guy. That's next. That's what we're going for. Without football, we're going to Sunday prime time, right to the NBA All Star game. Totally, they're, they're going to take over that that little yeah. spot there on Sunday. Um, and then they'll, they'll probably do what the game on Sunday. They usually do a game like three thirty. ABC will have a game on Sundays. They they usually kind of fill that hole as soon as football ends. Oh, I, on a weekly basis, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So okay. it'll be the All Star game this weekend, then games after that. Um, yeah, so the, the one that stand out tonight, just games, the Nets being underdogs by three at home to Sacramento. Some other bit, I mean, there's a couple big lines tonight. If Aaron, Aaron, I don't know if you want to go back to your favorites well. Bucks, 15-point favorites at home against the Trailblazers. Knicks, seven and a half at home against the um, Thunder. And then the Jazz, 14 and a half. Nuggets, 11. There's some big numbers out there tonight. Yeah, I was just going to say BetQL does have the Warriors beating the Clippers by nine and a half points. That's a four-star bet. Just a good look at that one. Um, in terms of the Jazz Rockets, they have that as a two-point difference. So 16 and a half, sorry. They have them beat okay. Jazz winning by 16 and a half. Um. Yeah, it's kind of a lame card tonight, NBA wise, in terms of the games. Not, not. Great. Oh, there's, yeah, all tomorrow the good teams are going against dumpster fires. Yeah, right. Tomorrow night, Harden's debut could happen. Uh, there was a press conference tomorrow to introduce James Harden, and they play the Whoa. Celtics tomorrow night. So that and the Celtics are playing really well. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be excellent. Why? Why is Embiid all of a sudden taking a big lead in the MVP race? What do you see? We did Saturday night against the yeah. Cavs. But you think 40... he moved that much off one game? was a 40 point triple double. I mean, I'm just, I, I don't, I, where did yeah. I go to now? What is it? It's like plus 155 range. Yeah, plus that, 145 like on Fandle. Steph, Steph numbers earlier on. Yeah, I think it's to a point now where you lost all the value. He has not been hurt yet. And I, you know, we all cross our fingers he doesn't get hurt, but he usually misses time. And now Harden's coming in. He's not going to have 40 point triple doubles playing next right. to James Harden. 
So that means the value is where? Jokic, who will continue to rack up those triple doubles and do his thing? Yeah. I mean, like I mentioned, Giannis for me, but. Right. One of those two. I mean, Curry's falling back to almost preseason levels now. At plus as, seven. He was eight to one to start the season. As the third favorite, there's there's value in Giannis. Yeah, totally. There is. Um, what about Ja? We haven't heard uh, much hype on him lately. Jeez. He's kind of just doing his thing. Like I, I check out his box group and it's 26, 27. He hasn't had an overwhelming game in a while where it's like 40 or and, and whatnot. So he's just kind of hanging out there at 14 to one. I'm seeing it as. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else is going to make a move. Paul and Booker are next 27 to one each. I'm seeing Steph at 10 to one. If you look around. Luca 48 to one. I don't see anyone else jumping up. And I mean, after that, it's DeRozan, it's Durant at 55 to one. I'm seeing nobody else is less than 100 to one. Mm. I mean, everybody else is far away. Speaking of, uh, I mentioned DeRozan, the Bulls have been just killed by injuries here. Oh, now they're waiting on Levine, too. When so Woj is tweeting on Super Bowls, well, is it Saturday or Sunday? I mix up my days. But uh, yeah, well, we don't really know yet. Okay. At first, not as bad as he thought, but now he's getting it. When he's getting other opinions, like you, you start to get concerned. Everything has gone wrong for the Bulls um, in, in a matter of like just four or five days, just from every team in the East getting better and they just did nothing. And they say their big addition is going to be everybody being healthy if that ever happens. Right. And, and then now you got now Levine's injured. That, Again. That's just that's Again. That really hurts them. I mean, they, they, I love what they did so far this season, but if they're going to fall down to the fifth or sixth seed now, if they fall that far, maybe four or five, it's going to hurt. Nah, man. Last week, to miss the playoffs, they were 20 to one. Wow. 20 was, to one. They're destined, right? for the, they're destined for the play in right now. Right. But they're still in the top three. That's not going to continue. They're one back. I mean, they're one back of first place in the East. I mean, I, I know where you're right. It's probably if they're going to fall off here, but so what, what NBA.com has a story on your guy, Ben Simmons, his athleticism can take the nets to new heights. He's rolling my eyes over here. I know. <laughs> can't shoot. He won't shoot. It's crazy. Did, did the nets get better or worse with this version of Harden? In theory, they may have gotten better. It's a theory, yeah. right? Like, it's got to actually happen, though. Because <laughs> he's never accepted being this player. Like, he always wants the ball in his hands. He wants to be the point guard. Is he going to accept being the Draymond Green and playing defense or just passing the ball? What do you mean he doesn't accept it? Because he also doesn't shoot. Right. He wants to be the point guard and run the offense but not shoot. It's why in the playoffs, teams sag off him and like, dude, go ahead, man. Bro, it's not like the 90s when you had those point guards that wouldn't shoot. Right. It's not it. That's not the game now. No. So if he accepts standing in the dunker spot and waiting for a, a lob, yeah, sure. He could do it. I just I, – I don't know. I, I don't know if he's going to accept it. <laughs> uh, Kyle, can I anything jump out to you? A couple interesting games. Uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Virginia is a four, – uh, Tech is four-and-a-half-point favorites tonight. And then – Let's see that one I had here. Oklahoma State, Kansas. Yes, that's the only that ranked the team playing. Right. Yeah. What's that number? Ten and a half, Kansas? Correct. 
Oklahoma State's 500 on the season. Uh, to answer your question, no, there's nothing exciting going on. I'm, I've got that like Super Bowl hangover thing going on. And, and the card stinks yeah. for both. There's a lot of four and five star best bets if you go to betql.com. Get smarter, basketball. beat the books. Yes, North Carolina or um, Central playing Coppin State, uh, North Carolina Central uh, plus one and a half, five star best bet. James Madison plus six, five star. Florida A and M plus five, five star. And New Hampshire minus two and a half is a four star, along with West Virginia plus four is a four star. Yeah, this for Kansas. If we look past tonight, um, their final, we're down to seven regular season games left. It's a pretty soft schedule for them, so they they have they'll have an opportunity to get that one. They already have twenty wins on the season, but they've got Oklahoma State, West Virginia, K State. They're going to play TCU in back to back games, and their tough mm-hmm. ones are going to be Baylor and Texas. But but yeah, they're they're going to have a really strong record. They're going to have a chance at uh, at taking a one. Uh, for Kansas, so they don't want to slip up tonight. Uh, last Monday, remember they lost to Texas, of course. They they do not perform all that well when it, when it's a tough opponent, but they usually end up taking care of business. You know what's so interesting? Th- as I look yeah. at the uh, championship odds, as we sit here today, just about one month from Selection Sunday, we mentioned yesterday was exactly one month. There's only three teams with less than ten to one championship odds. It is bunched. So it's Gonzaga four to one, Arizona eight to one, Kentucky eight to one. Kentucky's playing really right. well. Then right. you have five teams between ten and twenty to one: Auburn, Purdue, Kansas, and we know about Purdue. Purdue don't. Kansas, Duke, and Baylor. And then you have a ton of teams from like twenty-five to sixty to one. Like it is, it feels wide open. I mean, Gonzaga's kind of been near that top all year. We talked about them when the season started. It is wide open. It Has is. Chet gotten bigger since the season started? You know what? I haven't checked in on Chet Holgram's size. You think he put on the freshman 15 or did he avoid that? I'm hoping, but, you know, he's just so tall and lanky like Kevin Durant was. Or still Would we is, even notice if he put the freshman 15 on? Yeah, right. He needs like the freshman exactly. 50. Um, <laughs> I don't, did you guys watch any of Waste Management this weekend? I didn't see much of it. I I saw I Sam Ryder. Yeah, I saw that. Oh my goodness! Like we talk about going to the Super Bowl, March Madness. Let's take the show next year, Super Bowl slash Waste Management in Phoenix. Yes. So why don't we just do this? Why don't we fun. just book it, and then see what everyone at, at and then tell them has. later. Yeah. Guess what? We're yeah. doing the show from Arizona. That was like, listen, that was insane. Some we of the shows that I listen to, even anyway. at the Super Bowl, I feel like it adds some value. It's different. Like the hosts had more energy and everyone seemed excited. You know, I think we should do it. There there was nobody watching that playoff because the Super Bowl started. Right. So you had that great tournament and goes into a playoff and nobody's watching because the Super Bowl was happening. My hoagie was live. Gave it out on Friday morning, 100 to 1. He was there all weekend, but uh, faded at the end. Yeah, I say we just book it. We go to Arizona next year. We'll tell everyone later. And, uh, okay. you know, whatever happens, happens. But we'll be there next year for the Super Bowl. We're just, we're, we're just doing it. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, we're on the other <laughs> side. Our contest. Who won our playoff contest uh, on the show here with our best six picks for each playoff league? And we'll wrap that up next right here on the Beck All Network.